Well, good morning everybody, and uh, it's great to be able to speak to you this morning. I want to talk to you this morning about being led by the Holy Spirit. And I want to do that by thinking about the children of Israel and their journey out of Egypt and into the Promised Land. And the first thing I want to talk about is a thing that I'm going to call a word of destination, where God tells us something about that place that he's taking us to. It's worth noting, though, that there are often times when God takes us on journeys and he doesn't actually give us a word that tells us where we're going. He takes us on a journey in faith. That's what happened to Abraham. He left the place where he was living and he went on a journey with God to a place where he would later find out where that was going to be. And so, thinking about words of destination, um, when we know the destination that we're going to, it's sometimes tempting uh, you know, to um, plot out our own route. Uh, it's something, if I'm planning to go on holiday somewhere uh, or go, go somewhere for the day, I will get as much information together as I can to make that journey the best journey I can make it. So I'll pick places to stop off on route and think about where I want a coffee on route or maybe lunch on route, where might be good picture, you know, what might be picturesque to drive through, those sorts of things. Uh, other people will think, well, what's the quickest route to get from where I am to where I want to be? But, you know, when God uh, gives us a word of destination and says, here's where I want to take you to, he's not inviting us to plot the route. He wants to get, take us on a journey where he plots the route for us and takes us on an adventure with him. And so we're going to start by thinking about the scripture in Exodus uh, chapter 3. And it says that the Lord said, I have indeed seen the, mis the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. It's a very clear uh, message to the Israelites of where they're going to go, go to. They know where they're coming from. They're in Egypt at the moment. The Egyptians have got them in slavery and God wants to bring them out of that place and take them into this promised land, this land that's the land of Canaan. And he, he tells them exactly the, the sort of boundaries and where that land is. And there are times when God gives us words of destination. You can think about uh, 10 years ago, how as a church we had uh, words regarding a new building and we had our, our 2020 vision thinking forward over those 10 years that, that God was going to bring us into a building. And, and through those 10 years, there have been all sorts of words that have confirmed and, and spoken into that, that same thing. And now 10 years down the line, uh, we have a building or, or less than 10 years down the line from, from when that was when that was spoken. So God sometimes gives us words of destination. If you want to look at what those words might be, maybe over your own life, um, often God will say things like, I'm going to make you, bring you out of, change you in some way. You know, where God's saying things like, I'm going to, or maybe sometimes a prophet will say something like, I see something. And when he's seeing that, he's not necessarily what you're like now, he's seeing what you're going to be like in the future when God uh, brings you through something. So I can remember a prophet saying to me, I'm going to take off you some of the um, things that were put on you as a child. I I'm going to take off you, God's going to take off you uh, some of that shyness and things that were on you 
as a child. And so for me, that was a destination, if you like, that God's going to change me in some ways. But there was a process, there was a journey to go through to reach that destination. And so maybe if God's spoken things over your life, why don't you look at them and think, which of those things that God's spoken of me are like destinations, things, waypoints along the route of life that God's going to take me through? The second thing I want to think about this morning are signs that confirm our destination. So in the natural, as we uh, journey along, we see signs that point towards where we're heading and it helps us to know we're on the right track, that we're still heading in the right direction. And in, in the spiritual, God uh, uses signs to confirm his word. Exodus chapter 4 says this, Moses answered, what if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you? Then the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, throw it on the ground. So Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took hold of the snake and it turned back into a staff in his hand. This, said the Lord, is so they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. You know, God's already uh, grabbed Moses' attention by speaking to him out of a burning bush. This is a part of what, what God says to him when he speaks out of that burning bush. And so here's this bush, it's burning away, it's not uh, burning to ashes. And there's this voice, the voice of God, that speaks out of him out of that burning bush. So that's one sign assigned to Moses, but it's not good enough uh, for Moses to sort of tell the children of Israel, you know, God spoke to me out of a burning bush, because they might not believe him. And so God gives him another sign, a sign that he can use to talk to the children of Israel. And then later on, uh, there are the plagues that come on Egypt that affect the Egyptians, but they don't affect the Israelites. And again, they're signs pointing the way that, that they're heading in the right direction, that God's on their case. And if God's spoken a destination over as a church or over you as a person, then he will confirm it. You know, I remember when I came out of work, God confirmed that to me several times over and over again. And there was a process God went through in telling me in different phases of that process, the same thing over and over and over again. So even I couldn't miss what God was saying to me. And if God's saying something to you and it's important and it's life changing, then God will confirm that to you in whatever way is appropriate. The third thing I want to think about this morning are preparations for the journey. I don't know about you, but when I go on a journey, I like to make sure that I'm well prepared. And so I like to know about the place I'm going to. I like to know things like if we're flying somewhere, how do I get from the airport to where we're going to be staying? You know, how much is the ticket? Where do I where do I get the train or the bus from or the metro or whatever it is that I need to to get on to get me from one place to another? Do I need to book a taxi because it's too late at night or whatever? So I like to research things. I like to think about what I'm actually going to do when I'm there and, and to prepare things like that. But the other side of it is I need to make sure I've got my passport with me. If I need a visa, that I've got the visa. I need to make sure I've packed all the right clothes, um, that I've got all the things I need, that maybe I've got my camera with me. So there will be all sorts of things I need to prepare in order to go on this journey. And the same was true about the children, for the children of Israel. Um, in Exodus 12, it talks about the whole Passover side of things. And um, this idea of slaughtering a lamb and placing its blood on the doorposts and lintels. 
of their houses and so on. And, you know, God was then going to come and he was going to kill the firstborn of Egypt, but wherever he saw the blood, he would pass over. And so that was part of the preparations for coming out of Egypt. But there's a little bit more to it as well. And in uh, Exodus 12, verse 35, it talks about the Israelites did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord had made the Egyptians favorably disposed towards the people and they gave them what they asked for. So they plundered the Egyptians. So not only did they have this Passover uh, but after that, they went to the Egyptians and they asked for things, gold, silver, clothing, things that they would need further down the line. They would need clothes as they were in uh, the desert and they would need the gold and silver to build some of the ar articles for the temple and so on, that was, uh, or for the uh, tabernacle that was going to be made later on. Obviously, they didn't know about it at that point in time, but there would be things that would be useful to them as they went through their journey with God. And so in these journeys that God's taken us on, there may be things we need to do to prepare for our journey. I don't know what God's called you to do, but it could be anything. It could be to be a nurse or a doctor or a teacher or maybe something spiritual. It may be to be a pastor or a teacher or an evangelist or to go to a particular people group. And so there may be things that you need to do to enable that to be a possibility as time goes on. So it may be that you need to do some study be a teacher or to be a nurse or to be a doctor or whatever it may be that you need to study a language they may be things that you can be doing now to prepare you for where God's going to bring you to in the future and I want to talk about another kind of word that God gives us and that's a word of direction so words of destination tend to be a little bit more long term these are places that God's going to take us to and there's a journey involved in getting to where God wants us to be. So there are longer term destinations, longer term words, but there are short term words, things that give us direction for the now or for the immediate or for the next stage of our journey. So God led the Israelites with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. He gave instructions um, through Moses and so there were ways in which God led them on a daily basis to give them direction to help them to know where to go. So Exodus 13, verses 17 to 18 says, When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt ready for battle. So God gave them a word of direction as to where they should go next. They weren't immediately heading to the promised land. They had to get there. There was a route to go. And, and there were reasons why God didn't take them by one route, but took them by another. And so he led them very deliberately to the Red Sea. And that was a point where they would have to have faith to believe God to open up the Red Sea and to pass through it. And God doesn't always lead us in the most direct path, the path that we perhaps might choose. He leads us along his path, the ones that work out his purpose, the ones that will be best for us in the long run. So it's not always the easiest, it's not always the most direct route. And at times it may feel like you're heading away from the goal, that you're heading in the wrong direction because of the route that God takes us along. And we just need to sometimes just, just check with God, am I heading in the right direction? And 
if he doesn't say anything to you, you probably are heading in the right direction to keep on until God gives you direction to change and move in a different direction. Okay, so these words of direction may be prophetic words, they may be scripture, they may be a prompting in your spirit, uh, there may be dreams, visions and so on. You know, the, God speaks to us in lots of different ways. Uh, I can remember a few years ago, uh, I was offered a job and this job was a lot more money, had a car involved, uh, but it also involved uh, travelling a lot and being based in, I think Skipton was where actually the company was based. And so I went along, I got offered this job. Uh, but there was something that just didn't sit right here. There was something that didn't feel right. And I just felt that I shouldn't take this job, even though at the time we, we, were, we were struggling financially and it would have helped an awful lot. And so uh, I went to talk to my manager at work and said, I've been offered this job. Uh, and he said, well, we can't offer you the car, but we can offer you some more money. And so I, I had these two things, but I decided I would stay where I was and... And, and go with that. And what was interesting was, um, within about 18 months of me not taking that job, that company um, went bust. And a friend of mine, he actually did take one of those jobs. He took a job a little bit later on at the same company. And within six months of him taking the job, because it was a little bit later, he was made redundant. And then he left there and went to another company in the same sort of business. And within six months, they'd gone bust. And so he actually ended up back working with us um, a year down the line, having made, been made redundant twice. Uh, and so it's just interesting how sometimes God just prompts you and you know uh, that's the thing you should do. That's the direction you should go in and not maybe a path that's opened up before you that, that seems good, uh, but, but isn't actually God's will for you. Okay, so we're going to think a little bit about some of the problems that can happen when we're journeying en route uh, on our journey. And the children of Israel, they hit problems, numerous problems, along their, their journey as they w went through it. Some of the earlier ones were the real basics, you know, not having water, not having food. But God moved in those situations and he provided water from rocks. He provided manna from heaven and quail and so on. And so God... Um, taking them on this journey brought them through a number of problems that hit them on the route. On route, and some of these problems happened because they were in God's will and heading in the right direction, and some of them happened because of their um, sin and, and going away from God's path. And later on, we see plagues and, and all sorts of things happening to the children of Israel because they wandered away from God's uh, ultimate plan for them and God's direction for them. And we need to uh, be careful if we ignore God's words of direction. Uh, if we do that, yes, we could go through problems and we could go through difficulties. Uh, and things could happen along route that uh, we couldn't foresee, but God foresaw. And he was trying to take us a route that would have avoided us going through that situation. But what also happens is we can, uh, we can find ourselves missing out on encounters and adventures with God that we otherwise would have gone through. And so for the children of Israel, their, their sin led them to wandering much longer and not being in the promised land as early as God wanted them to be. And for us, uh, you know, there may be adventures and opportunities that we miss out on because we're not listening to the word of God and we're not obeying what he wants us to do. And so the best route to our destination is the one that God's got planned for us. But regardless of whether we've gone the right or wrong route, there will be things that hit us 
from time to time as we're journeying. And COVID-19 is, is an example of that. You know, we're going through something now that whether you're in the centre of God's will or not, you're being affected by it in the same way that everybody else is. Um, and so we need to, at times like that, just remember uh, what God's actually spoken. And are we, are we looking towards the destination that God wants to bring us into? Or are we looking at the problem? You know, at times like this, we need to sort of say, we need to refocus and say, right, God said this. I'm going to still believe him. I'm going to still trust him. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to hang on to uh, the truth that he's spoken over my life. And I know that he will bring me through the situation into that promised land, into that destination that he has for me. And finally, I want to think about reaching the destination. You know, destinations are rarely endings. They're usually beginnings. And uh, I know when we moved into uh, our new church building, uh, we reflected on that. We celebrated the fact we were there, but we also thought about this is not the end. This is just a beginning. This is the start of what God wants to, to do for us. And for the children of Israel, crossing over the Jordan into the promised land wasn't an ending. It was an ending of their wandering, but it was a beginning of a new adventure in God in coming into the promised land and learning to um, occupy that land and to, to take hold of that land. And so as God brings you on your journey and he brings you to destinations, they're the start of things. They're the start of God doing something in your life that may take you on to another destination and another destination as God directs your paths. And so keep open to what God wants to do and don't think when you reach uh, your destination, whatever that might be, you know, if you become a teacher, if you become a nurse, if you become a prophet or a teacher or whatever it is that uh, that you felt God was leading you into, that isn't the end. That's the beginning, and God's got other journeys to take you on beyond that. Yeah, Lord. So this morning, Lord, just help us to reach those destinations that you want us to be in, Lord. God, help us to take the next step that will take us a little bit further, Lord. And if that means some preparation for, for the journey, Lord God, help us to know how to prepare and what preparations to make. If it means just listening, spending time in your presence, listening for your still small voice, listening for your word to say, this is the way, then Lord, help us to put aside all other things, Lord God, and spend time with you to do that, Lord God. But Lord, take us on further in you, in those journeys that you have for us, Lord God, and bring us into the best that you have for us. For your glory we ask it, Lord. Amen.